What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pestuch. I'm your host. And today, I have a very special guest again. It's my wife, my beautiful boo, my girl. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, stop Uh, it? You're my wife. Yes. You're consecrated to me. Yeah, be consecrated to me. Yeah. Yes. We We both thought that was a really strange line at our wedding, by the way. Yeah, so we say it all the time because... This is just very odd. It's weird, isn't it? I think, I think so. Be consecrated to me. Yeah. It really sounds for every. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like eternal stone. Yeah. But so what I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight, uh, because I, the reason I want to have Kim back on, by the way, is because every time that Kim comes on, uh, people tell me that they like Kim better than they like me. So I just thought... We might as well continue the trend in our regular life where people like you more and bring you into the podcast. Thanks. You're welcome. For those of you guys who don't know, I met Kim in college. If you listened to the last episode, you know that. But after college, I just had to go to chiropractic school, right? And we'll get to the point of today's episode. I just think this is a funny story to tell you. So I just had to go to chiropractic school. Uh, She moves from Maryland to New York to live near me. And... Now I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad you moved here. I'm going to leave. Peace out and yeah, leave. I'm going to be gone for about three years. So I moved to upstate New York to go to chiropractic school. And one night she calls me in the summertime. And she's like, hey, I'm soaking. She's laughing and screaming at the same time. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And she, I'm like, what is going on? She's like, I'm soaking wet and I'm laying in Sean's bed, who's one of my friends. Right, I'm like, what? How did you get what? How did you get soaking wet laying in Sean's bed? But anyway, she's like, oh, he did blah 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 to me outside by the pool. So we're all drinking a little bit, and I decided to jump in the pool and then run upstairs into his room and just get his bed soaking wet. Oh, it was a revenge thing. Yeah, he yeah. threw me into the pool. And right, he threw her into he the threw pool. me into like, the pool, and I was like, screw this, I'm. I don't know, getting your bed wet, I guess. So I ran upstairs and I decided to get everything wet. Yeah, she's like, oh, you think it's funny that that I'm wet? I'm going to go into your bed. that's what I did. So I'm like, wait a minute. Who are you with right now? And she's like, I'm with... And she proceeds to ramble off the names of all of my best friends. She's literally displaced me. At a party with all of my friends. It's like, this is where I would have been if I was home. And instead of me being there, Kim is there. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know how I got to that story. I don't know either. But the point is, that's how I knew you were a keeper. Because <laughs> I could just like take over your life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fit right then. Yeah. So now the story I want to tell you guys about today is that woman who jumped in the pool or got thrown in the pool at my friend's house and then went and jumped into his bed to get it wet. Uh, And then, by the way, I did get to hear all of the screaming of them dragging you out of the bed and across the house. It was like a horror movie on the phone. Uh, That was comforting. But I knew my friends wouldn't hurt you too bad. (laughs) But um, that woman is now the mother of two and a half of my kids. Half being one that she's still cooking. Yeah. And I want to tell you guys, we want to tell you guys a very recent story that, um, well, that's happened. Yeah. Right? Our daughter Mackenzie is three and a half years old and she is mini me in terms of the way that she negotiates and the way that she 
argues and the way that she, I don't know. I don't know. I think it just, her mentality is very much me. Yeah. Uh, thank God her looks are not. <laughs> but Mackenzie wanted to get a scooter. Yeah, out of the blue. Has said, Mom, Dad, we buy me a scooter? I think she saw somebody riding like a motorized one one day and it looked like a lot of fun. She wanted it. Okay. Well, our kid trips, she would trip over the foul line on a basketball court. Yeah, okay. she's, she's not coordinated. She's, she's not a lover, but I love, yeah. Look, I love her to death, but if I'm picking teams right now, she ain't on mine. That's where she takes after me. Right. Like, <laughs> like if we're playing dodgeball, not on my team. Although I was a really good dodgeball player. I bet you thought you were. I, no, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Okay. Sure you were. <laughs> There's no way you were going to dodgeball. I really was. You don't throw hard, run fast, or catch well. well no, what? I had this, like, <laughs> I don't know, I was able to, like, arc the ball. I really was good. I'm going to have to find some footage or something or find some people who knew me back in the day who could vouch for my expert dodgeball skills. I know a lot of your friends. I'll call one of them and ask because I don't believe it. Either you no, were, were those, you know my high school friends. You know oh, my elementary. I know your athletic friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to pull, yeah. pull some people and see if they remember I, how I'm, great my skills were. I can't wait to hear their answers. Yeah, me too. So our daughter's not that coordinated. So buying a motorized scooter was certainly not going to happen. And we, we actually have a friend of ours who's a board certified behavior analyst who taught us a really cool trick, which is whenever your kid wants something that you were going to give them anyway, have them earn it. Yeah. Which I think was so cool. Very valuable. And she, she taught us that, and I've tried to get her on the podcast. She just hates speaking publicly, but maybe I'll get her in. Yeah, I got to get her in. She's good. But so she was like, you know, for example, if, if your kid, if you were going to give your kid a lollipop, you don't just give them the lollipop. You make them earn the lollipop. They ask you, hey, daddy, can I have a lollipop? Sure. But can you show me how you can make your bed? Let's go upstairs and make your bed. Now you can have a lot of like, whatever. I'm making up examples as we go here. But um, so she said she wanted a scooter. And I was really proud of you, actually, because Kim, you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, well, because, why? Because you were like, Mackenzie's going to earn a scooter. That was my idea? Yeah. Oh, that was a pretty good idea. So you thought opening the gym was your idea, but you forgot <laughs> that a kid opening, you know, getting a scooter was True, your idea. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> you know what I was I so backtrack a little bit you had um, requested that Mackenzie had these books for for Christmas yeah the Andy Frisella books the if you listen to the MFCEO project Andy Frisella came out with some books for kids like uh, Otis and Charlie played at win so it's about learning how to win and lose and Otis and, Otis and Charlie built fantastic fruit stand. fruit stand there you go so Mackenzie has been loving the Fantastic Fruit Stand book, and it's all about how one of the bulldogs um, is earning money. So she builds a, a fruit stand, and she earns money. And with the money that she earns, she's able then to buy a toy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she and save some. And no, well, yes, she saves. Yeah? some. yes, she says I saved money, and with the money that was left over, I bought a toy. Okay, all right. Well, let's go back to that one. Um, because that's our next part of our task with right. Mackenzie. Um, 
But I thought it was very valuable to kind of show her what we've been reading about. And I thought it'd be a good thing to practice. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Active Life Podcast. Just a quick second to remind you here that we have so many resources available for you guys at activeliferx.com slash quick dash links. I'll make sure that's in the show notes, but we have workshops. We have online coaching programs that are remote learning. You can do it from anywhere in the world. We have more podcasts just like this one. We have our YouTube channel. We have programs that are templated up online. We are looking to change the world and we need your help doing it. If you want to get out of pain without going to the doctor or missing the gym, we want to help you. Head to activeliferx.com slash quick dash links. I will put that in the show notes to check out all of the things that we have to offer. That's it. I'll get you right back to the show right now. And to go back even one step further on Father's Day this year at Mackenzie's school, um, (laughs) they have to fill out this form that says, you know, they're talking about their father. And one of them is, what does daddy always have in his pockets? And she wrote lots of money. Now, Which is really comical. Which is comical (laughs) because I don't really carry around a lot of money with me. But the reason that she thought... Um, I had a lot of money with me all the time is because she once saw a shiny coin on my, like my middle console in the car. Okay. And she said, Hey daddy, can I, what is that? And I said, that's money. And she said, I want monies. I said, you have to earn monies. So one of the ways that she would earn monies was not crying on her way to school. You know, if you can walk like a big girl, when you get to school, daddy will give you money. Right. If you can, if you say hello to two people on your way into school today, daddy will give you money. If you get out of the car all by yourself, daddy will give you money. There were these tasks where she could earn money when I drop her off at school. Let's start saying you can earn money rather than daddy will give you money. I think I did. I don't know why I just said daddy will give you. Okay. Um, You can earn money. So long story short. I always had money in my pocket to give to her. We're talking about pennies here, people. Like, <laughs> I'm not giving my three-year-old, you know, dollar bills. So she would get a penny or two and put them in her bag and be so excited that she had a penny for school. So she always thought daddy had a lot of money on him. But so she says she wants a scooter and I was proud of – I thought it was so cool because you designed for her this little cup, like a plastic cup, and put a line on it. And you said when you earn enough money – you can buy a scooter. Right. She had, her, she had to get her money over that red line. Mm-hmm. Now, before I saw that, I heard you say, like, Mackenzie's going to earn money and get a scooter. And I thought that you were going to, like, she had to get, like, two quarters or something and we were going to go buy her a scooter. And you were going to give her a quarter that day and, like, another one tomorrow. I didn't realize it was going to be, like, a five-week project. I don't think I realized it was going to be a five-week project either. <laughs> I, I drew a line and then once I put one penny in there, I realized – Oh God, this is going to take forever. So I, I drew my line pretty darn high. And so little simple tasks, she started earning like five quarters because they were a lot bigger. Right. I could start to fill the space. So we kind of altered it of what she, what different things were kind of worth and what I decided, what we both decided was worth like, oh, and today you get <laughs> 10 pennies. It was cool though, because we were able to start to reward little things that typically I think we wouldn't pay attention to. Like, oh, did you share your toy with Andy, her right. sister? You get you get money for that. Right. And I think that was cool. 
So for a lot of like positive behavior things. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, the reason why I wanted to share this story with people was so many people who I talk to have this relationship with money that it's toxic. You know, they think of it like if I make it, I'm a bad person. The only way to make more of it is to swindle somebody else out of it. Okay. As opposed to like, I have to be more valuable to make more and being more valuable is virtuous. Right? You follow me on that? Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really cool that you, of all people, who doesn't have the same relationship with money that I have. Yeah, that's true. For you, it's as long as I have enough to get through, I'm good. Yeah. For me, it's like, but what if getting through includes dealing with broken bones, you know, braces, cancer, God forbid, like, that's where my mind goes. True. That's where my mind keeps me in my little bubble. Right. <laughs> um, so, so the, yeah, we both just want to get through. It's just that we have different visions of what getting through looks yeah. like. I thought it was really cool though, that you had Mackenzie earn money. So one of the things that we don't do as parents is we don't punish and take things away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So along the way, when you're, when you're doing this kind of stuff with, with the kid, there's a lot of moments where I just want to grab this three-year-old and be like, you know what? I'm going to spill your fucking money out and then you're going to be broke. Like <laughs> I wanted to do that. No, it's so terrible. I know. I wanted to do it so many times though when she would get like really, really nasty to her sister and then just start screaming for no reason. I'm like, oh yeah, you want daddy to spill your money out? You want to start all over again? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> now, mind you guys, I didn't do that. Right. It never happened. Um, but it's, it's, it was a cool process both for her and for me and I imagine for you to go through. Yeah. I, I was actually really proud because I think – I know you talked about like the money aspect being very valuable. But I think also we are in such like instant gratification sometimes with our kids. Our kids want, want, want. And you as parents want to be able to make them happy and give them things. Um, and so it was nice not to just – okay, great, let's go buy it right now for you because you said you wanted it. Um, It was cool to actually have her work for it. And I'm shocked that she remembered that she actually wanted to work for it every single day because it did take like a month (laughs) maybe for her to get that damn scooter. Um, But we were actively like every day reminding her, oh, do you want that scooter? Okay, what can we do to, to work on it? So it gave her, I was... Yeah, pleasantly surprised for a three and a half year old that she had the stamina to remember and she kept having like that buy-in to want to do it. Well, and what I also think is interesting about it is because I think maybe because it's money and because she understands that other people have money too, where it wasn't like a star sticker on a graph. She asked me yesterday, Daddy, how can I earn money from other people? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, no. I thought I told you that. Oh, man. Did she? Yeah, yeah, she did. Oh, God. She's going to start going up to random strangers and asking them for money. She might. And you know what's crazy? They might give it to her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, she's cuter than the homeless person on Fifth <laughs> Avenue in Manhattan, most likely. Uh. <laughs> not to say there's not cute homeless people in Manhattan. I don't know them all. But, uh. but I mean, the reason I wanted to tell this story was was just because, like, I think it's a reflection on who 
I'm becoming, who you're becoming, like who our family unit is becoming, that we we were willing to, I don't want to sound like I'm making a self-righteous pat on the back here, but we were willing to teach our kid about something that is way above her her age for the sake of having her know about it before she comes of that age. Yeah. I think it's also important to find the right um – because it, it wasn't just like my idea out of the blue. Like I had help with that book. So I think especially for kids, like finding the right set of books for them that explore different social scenarios and different um, ways to learn, but getting inspired that she could see it. Like we, we've read the book so many times before. Um, so she was able to really understand that concept of working hard and earning money. And whenever something got really tough, like I would quote that book and saying, you know, like hard work is fun. And she repeats it, which is pretty great that she, you know, can repeat that hard work is fun. Um, so she, she had that story to, to go back to, cause that's really important for, for young kids. It, it is important for young kids to be able to go back to. And I also think it's, it's an important thing to notice as an adult. She, we didn't, read her a book and be like, did you like that story? You know, like we read her a book and then said, let's go apply it. Right. Like we don't pick just random stupid books. Like if you're, if there, if some sort of object is coming into our house, there needs to be some sort of value in that object. Like, if it's one of my t-shirts, something else has to go out. <laughs> well, that's, we pretty much do that in the playroom. Like <laughs> if you get something in, like if it doesn't have a home, cause I, I feel like I'm OCD on clutter and, organization and everything has to have a place we're going to keep the best of the best books and toys and whatever it is that actually have some sort of that maybe it's a teacher in me too some sort of learning value in it yeah the only um, person who doesn't throw something out when they get something new is you <laughs> it's because i'm able to to newly organize it and right. somehow hoard it and keep it right except i mean this is guys this is a girl who orders seven seven or six winter coats at the same time with the full plan on returning six. Four, or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Six and, and then four get returned. Right, and then ends up returning you four. You never like, know which one's going to fit the right way. And especially if you're you on do, like the, you do no, you get I them don't. and you've tried them on. Yeah, but then some of them are for like 50 degree weather, you find out. And some of them are for like below 30. And when you live in New York and when I'm a baby about being cold – you know, you just got to have multiple coats. Everyone listening is pulling out their violin to play for you in your three winter coats. Sorry. It's okay. But um, it's the idea of applying a book. It's not just that you don't bring bad books into the house and we don't bring bad things into the house. It's that how many people do you know who are, are great readers, meaning they love to read, right? And reading is a valuable thing to be doing every day. But then they read all of these books. They tell you about all of these books that they've read and you're like, where's the action from it? Right. You said right. You didn't. Well, I, I like to apply things as well. Like, yeah, you read it. You want to make sure that it leaves an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to me, if I if I read a book, people tell me all the time, right? And and I think this is different for you. And we're getting a little bit off topic, but the idea is we had our kid read a book. We read a book to our kid, I should say. And then apply what she learned in that book. And it doesn't matter if it's the make money book or if it's the play to win book or if it's the um, go to sleep book. 
I just it's, ordered us the, the other Andy Frisella book that she'll get for Christmas. Okay. About being whatever you want to be. I think, I think that's what the premise Christmas is. Christmas or Hanukkah? Both. Which one comes first? Probably always Hanukkah. I'll have a hard time waiting until Christmas to give you that book. Wow. I'm trying to, uh, you know, plan yeah. appropriately. Got it. She's pregnant. She's due on December 20th. That's what she's talking about. But the, the idea I'm talking about is that we, we it's it's about application. You just smell your armpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to shower. Then you should definitely shower tonight. <laughs> Thanks for broadcasting that to everybody. I didn't know you were going to do it. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to call me out on it. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's application, right? You read the book, you apply the book. It, there's nothing worse to me than somebody who spends all this time and energy reading a book and then not doing anything about what the book tells them to do. Yeah. I get you on that. It's, it'd be useless. You're wasting your time. I want to, you got to follow through. Following through is something I'm learning how to do now, but you got to at least start. I'm also learning that as well. So hopefully we can put that on our kids and have them be rock stars right away with it. That would be awesome. Yeah. We'll see about that. That's the plan, right? Make better versions of yourself. Ooh, them. I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I never thought of it that way before. Make, let our kid be a better version of me. Yeah. Hmm. And me. Ah, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this wasn't meant to be a long podcast. I wanted to just make sure people could hear it and know that my kids, my wife, are an extremely important part of my life and that we, together as parents, are extremely intentional in the way that we raise them. And this example is one that I'm, I believe will be something that continues to grow for her because she wants to learn how to earn money from other people and she's asked more than once. So I'll teach her, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll do something that will be fun to earn money from other people and we'll probably start with family and then move our way into complete strangers. Yeah. But she's going to have to learn about being valuable to other people more than just like being the cute kid. Right. That too. I think it's also cool. I don't think that she identifies as pretty or cute or beautiful alone. I think she also identifies as smart and capable and all the other words that we make her say about herself. Yeah, that's important. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, Larry, Larry the active intern, um, one of my favorite people to speak with. He once said, for every time that Zoom McKenzie was young, he's like, for every time that you tell her how pretty she is, make sure that you also tell her how smart she is. I remember that. He was, it was in our kitchen. He's like, if you tell her that she's pretty or cute, make sure you also tell her that she's smart. And the same compliment. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Even if, yes, for, I guess, girls, because that's, what we know what we have but I think also for any gender you don't want to pigeonhole them into one the one aspect of because they're such well, especially the aspect that they can't control that's true there's so much more than just one one piece that's a physical piece I guess that a lot of times kids get complimented on a lot mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, I mean, when when he said it, it was like, holy shit, it's so much easier to say you're so cute. Yeah. Or you're so pretty. It's so easy to say that. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like finding reasons to tell her that she's smart. Right. And funny and creative. Yeah. It's hard. But it's worth it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we definitely went off topic there. You're supposed to hold me in check. Sorry. I know. Sorry, but it's our kids. I, I like to talk about our kids. All right. So I think we're doing a, a decent job so far raising <clears throat> raising them. So that's the move. That's how I get you to talk nice and naturally on the podcast I and you bring so. our kids. I guess so. Okay. I always freak out about wanting to talk with you. Mm, Guys, he asks me to podcast all the time and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't I do think, it. I think this podcast would be even better if Kim was my co-host. But she's like, no way. Now, look, I wouldn't expect you to co-host with like exercise physiologists or strength and conditioning coaches or anything like that. Okay, good. But like when we talk about emotional intelligence with somebody like Pat Barber. All right. I know. Pat and Taz, you guys owe us a uh, a podcast. Oh, we're going to have Pat and Taz on. You know what? We should. That was supposed to be last December. It didn't happen. Okay. They owe, they owe us a podcast. All right, if Pat and Taz Barber, if you're listening, you're listening. to this, <laughs> if you're two of the, she got called out, my friends. Yeah, if you're two of the ten thousand or so, you, <laughs> you better uh, you better call us up, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't want to go too much further into the weeds. Uh, I hope you stuck around this long. As always, if you enjoyed it, please head to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, leave us a comment, so people know how they can find us, know that they need to listen to us, and that's it. Help us spread the word. I want this thing to be huge, and I would love it if you guys would help us do it. Kim, would you love it too? Yeah, I'd love it. And she's cooler than me. So you got to do it for her. <laughs> she's smiling. She forgets it's a podcast, so she forgets to talk and say something into the microphone. I do. I That's do. it, guys. Turn pro. That's a wrap for another Active Life podcast, guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you're going to wherever you listen to podcasts and leaving us a five-star rating and a review. We want to grow this thing. We want to change the world. It's not about movement. It is a movement. Please help us out with that. Remember, until next time, turn pro.